Hey team, welcome to the Addiction Coach Podcast, where we talk about dealing with addiction, reorganizing life, and creating new opportunities for success in life, love, work, and relationships. I am Conrad Tracy, the private addiction coach from Melbourne, Australia. I designed this podcast to create a space for me to speak freely about my personal experience with addiction and share my ideas about turning your life around and moving from liability to leadership. Today, I'm really excited to talk to you about what I call the dig. Welcome to the Tuesday morning live. My name is Conrad Tracy and I am a private addiction coach from Melbourne, Australia. And for those of you that know me, welcome. For those of you that don't, welcome. Uh, today I want to talk about something that I call the dig. Now, the big idea that I want to, I guess, share today is that recovery or addiction rather, leaves a lot of debris or debris, okay? It's like we throw a grenade under our lives and it goes off and then we have to deal with the consequence, okay? And we have to sift through the rubble. It takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of patience to sift through it, but if you can do it, there's a really great treasure buried underneath. Okay, and there's treasure that's always been there that you might have ignored or not paid any attention or heed to. And there's also things that you can save your and develop, right? Um, and also, you know, your life and your happiness is a very, very big treasure. Okay, now I work with a lot of people who have to go through this process, right? They have to go through the dig. And the frustrations that I hear all the time, okay? People will say, it's too hard. I don't have the tools I need, right? I've got a, I've got a, a blunt, you know, a shovel and I need a sharp pick. Um, it's taking too long. So this whole process is just too hard and I'm not getting the results that I expected quick enough. I'll never catch up. Right? This is one that I hear all of the time. I'll never catch up to my peers. I'll never catch up to my friends. And I'll never catch up to you know that ideal thing that society uh, wants us to, to have or to be. Another frustration is I don't know where to start. Okay, And this is really important. We'll come back to this. I'm scared and I feel overwhelmed. Okay, So today we're talking about the dig. Digging through the debris that we've you know caused through active addiction and the frustrations. It's too hard, I don't have the tools, I'm taking or it's taking too long. I'll never catch up, I don't know where to start, I'm scared and I'm feeling very, very overwhelmed, okay? What we want to be able to achieve is we want it to feel manageable, okay? So we wanna understand that it's going to be all right, yeah? We wanna feel well-equipped, so we wanna have all of the tools in our toolkit to work through this dig, okay? We want the picks and shovels and little sandy things like everything that we need, um, and they're just metaphors we wanna have uh, available to us, okay? Now, this is a, another one which is kind of, you know, it comes a bit later, but actually being able to enjoy the process. So the people that I work with that have the greatest success are the type of people that can go, wow, this is a mammoth task, but I'm going to have some fun with it. Okay, I'm going to treat it as a bit of exploration uh, and I'm going to get in there and, and poke around and, and have a good time. Now, 
that's a, a really, really nice place to be. People want to feel like they're on track. They want to feel like they have a plan. Um, and they want to have this like level of optimal stress. Okay. And I'll tell you now, optimal stress for someone in early recovery is not the same as optimal stress for like a person working in, um, you know, a fortune 500 company. It's very different. Okay. So getting the sense that they can do it. So not feeling overwhelmed, feeling manageable, feeling like they've got the tools, enjoying the process, feeling like they are on track, they have a plan, they know how to execute it, and they've got the optimal stress for them to get through it, okay? The biggest mistakes that I see people make, excuse me, are trying to go it alone, okay? Now, if you went back to ancient Egypt and you had to like uncover, you know, I was watching like Indiana Jones last night, which is cool. And, you know, if you had to uncover something like that, you can't do it by yourself. You need a massive team, okay? And that's a big mistake. So trying to go it alone and getting excited by bright, shiny objects is another massive mistake, okay? So like digging like a mad person just to find the pot of gold. Um, we have to be a little bit more tempered than that. We have to understand our capacity versus our capability. So some people, you know, particularly people I work with have, are quite high functioning. Okay. So they're like, they get frustrated because they know in their past that they've been able to do X, but right now they can't do X. They can only do Y. Um, and that aggravates them. So you have to understand that where you are today is where you are today. And you have to work to that level of energy and that level of kind of capability and capacity, sorry, capacity and capacity and capability, two very different things. You need to make sure that you are not falling into inaction. Okay. If you do nothing, you will get nowhere, right? We all know that you need to make sure that you are not employing, um, a digging team. Right? You need an exploration team, not a digging team. You have to do the digging yourself. If you don't do it, you'll fail. And I'm going to talk more about this in a minute. Um, impatience, massive mistake. Having no plan, no direction, no guides. And understanding, and this goes back to that bright, shiny object thing, that this process is going to be specs, not nuggets. Okay. So you're going to go on this big exploration, this big dig, and you might find little specks of gold. You are not going to go in on day two and find a, a $250,000 nugget of gold. Okay. So if you are going into this journey and today we are talking about the dig, uh, which is like the archeological dig that you've got to go through to sift through the damage of your uh, the damage that is left after addiction. You cannot expect to find nuggets straight away. Okay. So the mistakes, trying to go it alone, um, getting distracted by bright, shiny objects, under, not understanding the difference between your current capability and your historical capacity, um, falling into inaction, hiring people to do the work for you was never going to work, uh, being impatient, having no plan and expecting to find gold straight away. It is not going to happen. Now, here's an exercise for you to do. And I think that this is super important. So let's imagine you are, you know, somewhere nice, right? Maybe you're in Egypt or you could be in South America um, or you could be, you know, where you are. And you are looking at the rubble, 
right? And you're like, wow, that is a big mess. You're going to have to make four very, very important decisions. Okay, so like you could get a, a pen and a piece of paper and you could do this now or you could do this later or when you're listening to this and just draw a cross on it, right? And that gives you four, uh, I guess, quadrants, right? Now, what I like to encourage people to do is to understand that in the dig, in the rubble, there's going to be a lot of stuff. There's going to be stuff from my past. There's going to be, you know, a whole lifetime's worth of stuff. And we have to decide what we're taking, okay? So as we sift through, as we dig through, okay, I'm going to keep this and I'm going to, I'm going to take this with me. This is very, very important. Okay. So what are you going to take? What are you going to leave behind? Okay. So you might be on the dig and you might be going through the, the rubble, you know, that has been caused by your active addiction and you might meet people. Okay. In, in there. And there might be, um, you know, some things that are physically triggering. Right? You might have old um, paraphernalia or old memories or old things, and you have to decide what you're taking and what you're leaving behind. And you need to have very, very strong boundaries around this stuff. Okay? Now, you've got your taking column or quadrant, you've got your leaving behind quadrant, you've got your treasure quadrant. Okay? So, what are the things in this rubble that I'm going to so delicately work around and put in my little sack? and take with me and cherish for the rest of my life, right? And they might be like things that are important to you. They might be family members, they might be friendships. Um, and remember we're talking metaphorically about the dig, which is going through the rubble that your addiction has caused, okay? So you've got a four part quadrant, you've got a taking corner, a leaving behind corner, a treasure corner, and then also, and this is very, very important, and this is where people get, a lot of people get really stuck is that it is okay. Just pretend this site, it's it's protected, right? Nobody else can get in there, right? It's not like there's no hush, there's no hurry. Having a later quadrant is really, really important because right now you've got to focus on you. You've got to focus on your health, your heart, your happiness, and you know just taking really small steps forward. There are things that you're not going to be able to fix right now. Okay. And I can give you a couple of examples. So if you've had like, you know, uh, an extremely tumultuous relationship with a parent, you know, it's there, it's not going anywhere and you can leave it in the rubble for a minute, right? You can just put it in that later pile and go, okay, I'm going to come back and I'm going to revisit that when I have more strength. And that is very, very important. Okay. So what am I taking with me? What am I leaving behind? What am I going to absolutely treasure? And what am I going to deal with later when I have more strength, when I have more resilience, when I have more um, capacity? Okay. Now, things to remember. You have to do the work. Okay. Now, I'm going to talk to about three different types of people that I meet. And I've been doing this work a long time. So I've met all of these people. And there are people that have nothing, okay? And they might get to a point where they're like, I have nothing, but I know that drugs aren't going to serve me anymore. I don't want this in my life. So they have this incredible capacity and this resilience to like get the help they need, get the resources they need. They might go to somewhere like NA 
or AA and they just put their head down and they listen and they show up and they do the work and they do it by themselves. And I've seen people get incredible results like this. Um, and then, you know, there's probably people, a second type of person. And I feel like this is probably the, the type of person that I'm really, really excited to be working with. Now, this is somebody that's probably had a, a career, had a family, um, has good support around them and has created this massive mess but they can accept help, <clears throat> okay? They can go, hey guys, like I know I kind of like screwed this up. It's a huge mess. Um, I really appreciate you. Can, you. can you come on to my exploration team and help me dig through this, okay? They're the type of people that do very, very well. Now, the type of people that don't do well uh, are people that have, um, well, no, I'll say this, people that don't do the work. Okay, and I have seen people and I have worked with people, uh, I won't name names, who have everything. Okay, and they come and they look at this huge mess that they've created, <coughs> excuse me, and they're like, I'm going to call in everybody, right? So they hire a team of like 400 people to help them dig through this mess. And unfortunately, with all of the help, they don't do any of the digging themselves. It's like they just hire an excavation team and get them to clear the way, okay? And then they get to the other side of the dig and they're like, oh, thank God that I, I got through that, right? The problem with that is that when they get to the other side, they don't appreciate the work that it took to get there, okay? If you don't do the work, you won't appreciate the result. So people who, <clears throat> hire the team, don't do any work and get to the other side. They're the ones that are really quick to relapse. Okay. They're the ones that'll get to the other side and life will feel peachy again. And then three weeks later, when somebody's like, here, have a, have some crack or smoke some ice or do a line of Coke or have a drink or let's go gambling. They're like, oh yeah, everything's fine. I might as well. Okay. And this is the big learning here. If you don't do the work, you don't know what's worth keeping right? You don't know what's worth holding on to. I busted my ass to get clean. I was, a, I was so heavily addicted to methamphetamines and cocaine. It took me years, right? So doing that work, doing it consistently, doing, going through that slog and accepting help. Like I had a lot of people helping me, don't get me wrong, but I did it and I got to the end of it and I'll never go back. Okay, so for anybody that's listening to this, we're talking about dealing with the rubble that your addiction creates. You've got to dig through it, you've got to sift through it, and you've got to do the work. Okay, you can have your supports, you can have your help. Um, and, you know, I've got this little diagram in front of me here, and it's like a bunch of boulders. Okay, there's a small one, a bigger one, a medium one, and a really, really large one. And the metaphor there is that you've got this team of people around you that you've kind of engaged. You might have a coach, you might have a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a family doctor, your brothers and sisters, your mum and dad, you know, they're all on your exploration team. They all want you to get the treasure, okay? But they're not gonna do the work for you. They can help you, right? So you can pick a rock and you can chip through that and get through it and you might have a bigger one and a bigger one after that. And that's where you bring people in and go, okay, like, I'll give you an example, like a big rock. Uh, I'm not happy with where I'm living. Um, 
the people there are a really bad influence and I, um, I need to move out and I need somewhere safe, a positive environment. Okay. So if you're in early recovery, that is daunting. That's like moving, that's landlords, that's utilities, the whole bit, right? But if you've got a team around you to help you with that, you can do it. So you need to know how big the rocks are, which ones to pick, what order to pick them in and who to help to, to break them down. Okay. And that's the, the, I guess that's where we come in. Okay. Cause we're very, very good at that stuff. We know what order, um, to, to a, a approach or attack things in, and we know the tools and the resources and the people that you need to, to break them down. Okay. So actions that I want you to remember today, and we're talking about the dig, right? Which is the, the huge dig that you've got to go through or sift through after you've created damage after your addiction. Okay. So you need to make a plan. You need to figure out where you're going to start, what you're going to do, what order things are in. You need to build your team. Okay. So you might go, okay, um, I'm going to go and, you know, work with Conrad, uh, and I'm going to go see my psychologist or my psychiatrist once a month. And I'm going to get back to the gym and maybe get a personal trainer. Um, I'm going to, you know, have my, my, my brother and my sister and my family on my team for emotional support. And you let them know, right? Guys, I've got this huge mess that I've got to work through. It's, it's pretty catastrophic. I'm pretty stressed out and I don't know where to start, but I know I need your help. And they'll all be there. They'll all show up with their, 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 you know, their, their spades and their, you know, buckets. So the next bit is really important, which is to stay accountable. Okay. If you've got a team, you've got to stay accountable to the team, right? So they're going to want to know how you're going, what you're working on, um, how you're progressing. Do you need help? Do you need support? And what they don't want to hear is, um, again, and we talked about this earlier is inaction. Okay. Nobody is going to do this work for you. Nobody is going to come and save you. And if they do, you're not going to get the long lasting results you need because you won't appreciate the result. Okay. You've got to do this work. So staying accountable, uh, this week I'm going to organize a removalist van. Uh, I'm going to contact my landlords to change over utilities and I'm going to contact another, uh, estate agent to find a new place to live. And this is a real life um, example that I'm sharing from one of my participants recently, who's done an incredible job of turning her life around. Okay. And having very, very strong boundaries about where she is and who she's around. And, you know, I'm not going to share anymore because I have to be mindful of her privacy, but a very, very good example. And she actually inspired the dig. Okay. So having strong boundaries is another very, very important step. And this goes back to what we were talking about when we were discussing what we're going to leave behind, what are the things that don't work for us, don't serve us, don't keep us safe. Um, and they can include people, places, things, objects, all that kind of stuff. You have to be consistent, right? So accountability is important. Consistency is important and you have to be prepared to share the load. Okay. Now, one of the things that is very, very important, and this will help you to not get stuck, not feel like you're not making any progress. Okay. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. There, right. See that. I think there's one, two, three, four, five, five books. I've got another one here, right? I've got like, you know, those big, big clear buckets. I've probably got 40 or 50 of those. Okay because I record and I document my progress in my growth every single day. Now, 
if you're doing something huge, you've got to get very granular. You've got to focus on the task at hand and you've got to celebrate your wins every single day. Okay. Often I'll work with my clients and they'll be down. I'll be like, what's going on for you? And they're like, oh, I just don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. And then you go, okay, cool. Well, I, I get that you're feeling that way, but let's sense check it. All right. So let's look at the last three weeks and see what you've actually achieved. Right. And I'll use this person as an example. Um, and she and she'll be like, oh yeah, I got my license and I, um, and I moved out of that house and I organized the removalists and I'm back living with, you know, a family member and that's going really well. I feel safe and happy um, and numerous other things. Okay. So they're probably doing more than like most people do in three weeks and they're just not celebrating their wins. They're not looking at the small stuff and going, okay, that's actually incredible. So that is a lot of information. We've been talking about it. I've been going pretty quickly and I just want to do a quick recap. Okay. So today we have been talking about the dig. Now this is the dig that you have to go through um, to sift through the, the rubble or the damage that your addiction has caused. Okay. Now we talked about the frustrations, like feeling frustrated, like it's too hard. It's taking too long. I'm never going to catch up. I don't know where to start. I'm scared and I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Right. Um, and we know that we want to feel like it's manageable. We're well equipped. We're on track. We've got a plan and we feel like, you know, we can do it. The mistakes trying to go it alone, right? getting distracted by bright, shiny objects, not understanding the difference between your capability and your capacity, hiring people to do the work for you, never gonna work, being impatient, having no structure and expecting nuggets, not specs, right? So when you go on this dig, you might start sifting through things and you'll find specs of gold, okay? But you're not gonna find nuggets straight away. Now, we talked about building a list of things that we're gonna take, things that we're gonna leave behind, things that we're gonna treasure, and things that we're gonna deal with later. And it is so important to have people on your team that know what order to tackle these things in and help you to be very, very strong with your boundaries, okay? So remember, you have to do the work, nobody can do it for you. Those that don't, don't make it. I'll tell you that 100% signed, sealed, guaranteed for life. Right, The people that don't do the work, that don't do the dig, do not make it. It takes time, right? You've got to focus on the task, you've got to celebrate your wins, and you've got to pace yourself. There is no way around it, and it will be uncomfortable, but if you can do it, there is such a treasure at the end of it, okay? And that is health, happiness, success, reaching your potential, right? feeling connected, feeling comfortable in the world and feeling like you can do anything. And I'll tell you this and I'll leave you with this. If you can beat an addiction, right, a serious addiction, and you can look at the rubble that you've caused and you can sift through it and you can save you what's good and you can push away what's bad and you can mend relationships and you can come out the other end having reshaped your entire life, you can do absolutely anything in this world, okay? And I don't help people to get clean to be average. I help people get clean so they can be absolutely exceptional. And I'm so lucky to have a community filled with exceptional people, okay? So if you're interested in being exceptional and having somebody to help you, guide you through this dig, 
then just get in touch. Send me a DM. I'm always around. I'm always available. Thanks for listening. I'm going to wrap up there. Have a great day and I will see you all soon. Bye.